Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Liam, and I'm with Paul here on the Red Light Hockey Podcast. And tonight, we're going to be doing a mock draft. Uh, kind of, we're going to give our takes on who we think is going to get drafted where, and uh, go from there, uh, based on a lot of things going on uh, um, in the NHL. And uh, so, I guess tonight, because the rest of our crew have other things to attend to, personal matters, emergencies, and all that kind of stuff. So. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, we're going to have a, another episode after the draft to discuss the draft, obviously. And then we're also going to discuss all the signings and all that crazy stuff going on. For example, Forbes to Philadelphia. Well, bonus to Winnipeg and all that. But with further ado, I'm going to welcome the main star of our show, Mr. Paul. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Not too bad. How are you? I'm not too bad, man. I'm not too bad. Uh, yeah. Also, on our on our post, oh, I was just gonna say on our post draft show, we should be having a special guest. Yes, indeed. And that we are looking very, very forward to. So I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. So stay tuned for that. It'll be great to see. So, do you want to jump right into it and start with our uh, draft here? Yep. Let's right. go. Sweet. So, first overall, uh, I'm predicting Montreal picks Shane Wright. It's, uh, yes, a lot of people are saying Slavskoski, but I don't think they're going to go away from the center. You want to have center depth. All the winning teams have two good centers. And if you have Wright, then you can have Suzuki and Wright for a long time, and it'll be a good one-two punch. Whether Suzuki's number one or whether Wright's number one in the future, who knows? But I think Montreal goes for center depth and because they've been looking for center depth for a long time. So, yeah, I think Shane Wright's the safe choice here. And I think that's a big old bit. Second overall, well, New Jersey. Well, to counter that, I will be taking Slefkowski, uh as New Jersey because they have a lot of. Uh, they have center depth, depth as it is, so I think no matter if they take if they take if Montreal takes Shane Wright, New Jersey's going to be happy anyways with Slefkowski, uh power forward winger. It's something that they really don't have. Uh, so now, now before we get going here or get onto the third overall pick. Uh, with Arizona, I've heard a lot of rumors about this potential trade here, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. So it would be a, a series of trades. So Islanders trade the 13th overall pick to Montreal, um, along with Bolivier in exchange for Josh Anderson. And then subsequently, subsequently Montreal trades uh, a second and a 13th and something else, uh, Jeff Petrie, to New Jersey for that second overall pick. What do you what do you think of that whole scenario? I think New Jersey believes that this pick is too valuable to move it. I don't think they're going to move it unless they move up to first. Okay. okay. If Montreal I, I can, if Montreal knows they can move down and still get the player they want, whoever that is, then I think they would do that. But I don't think I don't even think that will happen. Because the draft is in Montreal. Yeah. 
I, I, I heard a lot of Montreal's looking to make a splash to get a second pick in the top 10. And I, I've heard a lot in editors looking to trade that pick. So I guess we'll see. But with further ado, third overall, um, Arizona needs everything. So I think I think Logan Cooley, though, is uh, who Arizona goes with. Uh, simply because he's a flashy, skilled player. Um, and that's the kind of guy that you kind of want coming into your organization to bring money and try to make you some money. He's like a, like a Trevor Zegers type player. So I think that's the best choice for Arizona in this uh, draft. Which, honestly... Right, fourth overall. Oh. I was going to say, honestly, this is probably the order that it's going to go in. I, I yeah. believe that's the right order. I, I, now, think until, I think until you get like the... I don't know, I'd say around seven is when we're going to start seeing a deviation from the list kind of get weird. I think the next two picks are pretty set too. I just don't, you don't know the order, but yeah. uh, Seattle, I'm picking for Seattle. Uh, I'm picking David Juracek, a Czech defenseman who it doesn't need a lot of, he needs seasoning. He doesn't need learning necessarily. He just, he does a lot of things good and he doesn't do a lot of bad things. So and plus he's a right-handed shot and who doesn't need a right-handed shot defenseman? Yeah, that's fair. Um, in my next pick, I'm going to go Cutter Gauthier to uh, Philadelphia just because I expect Philadelphia to make some kind of poor drafting choice and not pick Nemec. If I was Philly, I would pick Nemec, but I have a feeling they're going to go Cutter Gauthier and go for the big centerman. Who can also play the wing? Pardon? Who can also play the wing? Yes. Yeah. Um, for uh, Columbus... If I was them and this guy was still available, I would take Simon Nemich. Again, just like Juracek, he's a very good defenseman, will take a little bit of time, probably two years, and he'll be in the NHL, maybe three. And he's he'll be an effective player as soon as he gets in. Yeah. And then now at Ottawa for their pick, uh, if I was Ottawa, I'd be probably, I don't know if this is a reach or not, I would be going for Connor Geeky, the big power forward. I think he has a very, very high ceiling from where he is right now. So I, I'd go for Connor Geeky. I think he's the kind of guy Ottawa needs um, to really assert himself on that second line to have, and then they'll have a really good one-two on the left side or centered, depending where you want to play him. And yeah, that's who I'd pick if I was Ottawa. Uh, sorry, that probably threw a wrench. In, that probably threw a wrench in your whole draft board, didn't it? No, not really. Just trying to keep up with everything. <laughs> All good. Uh, so yeah, you're going eight. Uh, Eyes are playing Detroit. Detroit. I uh, I'm going to take Matthew Savoy because I don't feel like the Red Wings have very many centers that they can, tr that they trust to put behind Larkin that they feel is good enough, unless they go out and get Nazem Kadri or Vincent Trocek, 
which Savoy isn't going to fill that spot right away, but down the line, yeah, Ryan Strom too. Uh, But down the line, Savoy is a guy that can definitely play a second line center and do it effectively. Yep. And now with Buffalo, I think they go for Joachim Kamel. He's a nice finish right wing player. Uh, he plays physical against in the corner. He's a good shot. I think he he saw some real nice in the in Buffalo. Buffalo needs a little bit of everything right now. So <laughs> yeah, but they're they're that's the weird thing. They need a little bit of everything, but they're not as far off as people think. Yeah. Now Anaheim, what do you got? Uh, Anaheim. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Frank Nazar, a winger who can play center sometimes, I believe, uh, if truly needed. But Anaheim, they uh, have. The U.S. National Development Team has him listed as a center. Oh, okay. Well, even better then. Um, so he can play center. And if needed, he can play. They can throw him on the wing. Either way, I've seen him be projected as a little bit of both. So uh, their lineup has is very center heavy, it seems like, in prospects who they just throw on the wing anyway. So even if he can't play wing, they could, they'll just throw him there anyways. Yep. Now, with San Jose's pick, I'm going to go with Jonathan Lekkerimaki. I'm sorry if I just butchered that name. Uh, he's playing in the Swedish leagues. He's producing good numbers up there. I think he's the guy San Jose goes for. Um, especially San Jose seems like those Euros, like the Swedish and the Finns. So, yeah. All right. Now, number 12 overall, Columbus. We got back, back to Columbus. And I was really happy when making up this draft that I got to pick for Columbus twice because I think they can steal this draft and have more pieces to add to what they already have in prospects. And there's a guy that a lot of people are leaving off their list or at least their top 10 list or top 15 list. Uh, Brad Lambert, he is, uh, I believe, Finnish? No. Yeah. Yes, he is Finnish. Um, and he's just not being talked about a lot, but there's a lot of potential there. He has a very high ceiling. Uh, at just he can play center and left wing, I believe it is. And I see him as being a guy that in Columbus, especially if they get either one of those defensemen, David Juracek or Simon ne- Nemechek, that if they get one of those and Brad Lambert, that they're going to add to an already amazing prospect pool that they have all right all right now so this pick here i have the islanders at 13 um but there's a lot of talk about that pick getting traded so if it's traded uh or even if not whatever i have ken krasinski going to the islanders as it is now but that could change um he's a big left-handed defenseman i think he fits in real nice in new york they need some defenseman depth, so yeah. All right, Winnipeg. 
Who you got? Uh, in, uh, it. Hmm. They just take your pick, didn't they? No, I'm I'm thinking really hard, and I'm probably overthinking this. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, oh man, I have so many names in front of me. I'm going to take. Sorry. Oh, good. That's how the drafts work, yo. We have five you, minutes per pick anyway, so. You can just edit we will this out. Eventually. <laughs> No, no, no. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep this in because it's great. This is this must be what it's like a draft table too. When, when a player in front of you that you want like, gets picked right in front of you, you like you start panicking, you don't know who you pick, and then you just pick some random guy, you know. I'm gonna pick Marco but, Casper. Marco Casper, all right. That is your pick. Yeah, I just it seems like Winnipeg doesn't pick very many centers, and when they do, they're later rounds. So with him being probably the best center at this point, that just seems like the right yeah. pick. Last year they picked center. Oh yeah, they, uh, yeah. But anyway, too late now. <laughs> Still, like you can never have enough centers. <laughs> yeah. So with Vancouver's pick, I'm gonna go with Liam Ogren. Uh, it's the projected pick at that at that point. He's a big left wing from Sweden. Um, Probably going to step into the NHL in three to four years, so hopefully develop into a solid second-line uh, winger. And that's, yeah, that's who I have going there. We got going to Buffalo again. Buffalo. Let's just see. Well, you, when you picked for Buffalo, you took Joachim Camille. So yeah. I'm going to take... Owen Pickering. Owen Pickering? Uh, left shot, defenseman. And okay. okay. Yeah. Awesome. Like, I know they have left shot defensemen, but if you already took a forward with your first pick, you're probably not going to want two forwards. So I, I don't yeah, see the problem good. with it. <laughs> with the 17th overall pick, um, the no, Nashville. I'm gonna go with Denton Matejachuk, another big left-handed defenseman. Um, the caveat with him is that he's Russian, so we'll we'll see what happens. But I know David Poyle likes to draft Russian players, so yeah. Yeah, I've been reluctantly avoiding the Russians because the whole situation. Yeah. And I'm assuming if you're listening to this hockey podcast, you've listened to other ones that have talked about this in depth, so we don't need to go into it, or you've heard about the situation in general. Yeah. Um, Dallas Stars, I will pick... I'm going to pick uh, Isaac Howard. Isaac Howard. Yeah. Good pick. All right. With Minnesota, 
I'm going to go with another Russian. Uh, just to compliment Kirill Kaprizov, and they have Russian guys there to maybe get them to come over. Danila Yurov. See, because I know he was predicted to go a lot higher um, originally, but then with the whole Russia thing going on, kind of fell a bunch because of that. And I think he is going to be a great player that you can sneak in later. Honestly, I was I've been looking at him for the past couple picks, but I I don't know. It's just yeah, again the whole okay. the whole Russian thing. It's just it you never know what's going on with that. But that's why I think the these guys that were originally supposed to be top ten will be good. will be good picks in the later rounds if we get them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like if you if you're picking these Russian players, you're probably picking them later as we are. Not way later, but. Still, you're probably going to get a decent player. Like you're always supposed to be in the in the top ten, so yeah. All right, uh, now who do you got going the Capitals? The Capitals. I'm going to take James Snuggard or Sn- James Snugard. All right. Yeah, Snugard. I uh, I butchered his name, and I apologize for that. Pittsburgh, I got taken Ruger McGrody. He's a center, plays the right wing in the U.S. National Development Team. He's a big body. He hits hard. He's a good, not really power forward, but like a, a power sniper, we'll call him. I think he's a good uh, option for Pittsburgh to maybe develop and uh, be the next generation. Maybe like a Jake Gensel type. Uh Anaheim Ducks. I feel, uh, I took a forward. I don't want to take another forward, but I think the Ducks are open to taking chances with this pick. So I am going to go with probably the biggest risk-reward pick in this draft, Ivan Maraschenko. Okay. He's got he's uber talented, uh, but he has recently uh, I forget what it was that he got diagnosed with um, lymph node cancer. Yeah, so I, I that has caused his draft stock to fall uh, tremendously, but. Because he was supposed to be second overall at one point. Yeah. Uh, and possibly first. Some people had him first. Uh, but yeah. I still think that Anaheim, if you get him at 22, you could. it's a big risk versus reward, like I said. But if you get him, you're probably good. If he plays, you're going to get a hell of a player. Yeah. So I think that, that was a good choice. Um, St. Louis, 23rd. I got Lion Bishnell. He's a big left-handed defenseman. Or is he already taken? Who? Lion Bishnell. Or Bissell. Oh, no, he has not been taken. Yeah, I think he's a big left-handed defenseman. Uh, He fits St. Louis-style hockey. He's 6'5 already. He's 17. Dude's going to be a monster. Yeah. I think he's going to be a good stay-at-home defenseman. 
Herbert for St. Louis. Good and later first round. Now Minnesota, who do you got going? Uh, one second, sorry, I'm updating oh. the updating the picks. Uh, oh, Minnesota. For Minnesota, I am going to take Ty Nelson. Okay. A okay. Smaller defenseman at five ten, but he's. He's been up and down. His draft stock has been up and down the whole year. Still, I think he can go in the first round. Right shot defenseman. Minnesota is going to have to probably move people out soon enough. Why not build? Probably have to move out defensemen, more importantly. Why not have a supply of talented defensemen? Young, talented defensemen. No, I believe you're doing the next pick as well. Because I'm going to be doing uh, Montreal, Arizona. Uh, no, you get both. You get oh, Toronto and Montreal. Yes. Okay. So uh, with Toronto's pick, I'm going to have Tyler Brennan, uh, the goaltender, one of the WHL. He's the best goaltender available, and I think Toronto is going to look to get a goalie uh, to bolster their goaltending depth because I think that's a position that they seem to have struggled with in Toronto. Any comments on that there, Paul? That's a uh, bit off the board. Uh, it's kind of what happens in his later rounds. I, I still had him on my draft board, but he was a lot lower than anybody else has been taken so far. Uh, and then from Montreal, I have Nathan Gaucher uh, getting picked. Um, he's the best guy to the queue available. It's Montreal, Quebec player. And he has a very high ceiling, so he's a he's not a very like superstar right yet. I think in three years he'll be he'll be able to step in the league, become a good uh, second line right wing or a third line center, depending on how you want to utilize him. He plays the center right now, but I could see him jump on the wing. Uh, but that's why I have going to Montreal again. What are your thoughts on that, there, Paul? I. Sure, take the kid. I, I, you know, in Montreal, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have this many picks, I think you can risk one to get a hometown guy. Yeah, they have a good amount of picks, so I mean, it's not a huge risk, but it's not probably not the best player right now, but he could become the a better player than the people drafted around him in a few years. I could see him becoming like a Josh Anderson. Yeah. So if you draft him, you can go to Anderson eventually. Yeah. I it, Anderson probably won't be around by then. So when he's ready to come up. Yeah. Now, who do you have going to Arizona at 27? Uh, at 27, I have big Russian defenseman, 6'2", Pavel Mint-Yukov. I probably butchered that name. That's okay, though. Uh, but, yeah, I just, again, Minnesota, or not Minnesota, Arizona is, earlier you drafted a center, Logan Cooley. 
they don't have a ton of defensemen, but what they do have is a lot of, or a good amount, not a good amount. They have a decent amount of guys who are, can play in the NHL. So it, he would have to beat somebody out eventually, but I don't know if that would be the hardest thing to do. And he's 6'2". He's not a small defenseman. He's not the biggest either. But again, with the whole Russian thing, he's projected to go a lot higher. But you just never know. So good, good player. Should go a lot earlier than what we've taken him. Why, why not steal a good player at what? That's... At pick... <laughs> 27. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, from that, I mean, yeah. Uh, Buffalo again. Oh, yes. I, I get to pick again. Yay. Yeah. Um, for Buffalo, who, t- who was taken by Buffalo earlier? Oh, so but this is Buffalo's third pick, so I can go a little... Off the board. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to not huge off the board, but I'm going to take a center and I'm going to do this just so another team can't pick him. Because I know they're going to want to based on the family connections. I'm going to take Jack Hughes. He's dropped a bunch. He's predicted to go to third round now. I've seen that he's dropped a tiny bit. I haven't seen third round, but I've seen him third round a bunch lately. Which again, it, with a player who drops, you never know what the reason is, unless it's yeah blunt. But with him, I don't see a reason as to why he should drop. He had a very bad season this year in the college. But yeah, I think I. I don't know if it's going to be Buffalo, but I think if he goes in the f- late first round, I think it's going to be before uh, and Minnesota doesn't take him with their or Montreal doesn't take him with their pick, then he's going to get taken before in between Montreal's last first round and the first round of second. That was Montreal's pick last of second. That was Montreal's last first round. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's going to go in yeah, between there if he goes in the first round. He, if he doesn't go in the first round, then he's probably going to drop down late. The second. Oilers, with the Oilers pick, I have him picking Tristan Luno out of the queue. Uh, he's a big defenseman. He's a quarterback to power play and gets no all year, put outstanding numbers up. I think he's a great option to go to uh, Edmonton and eventually replace uh, Tyson Berry. Replace Barry. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. What do you got going in New York? Um, I have. I'm going to take Ryan Chesley. Wait, sorry. Uh, New York. Where are we? We are at Winnipeg, 30th. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm going to take Ryan Chesley. Uh, their defense isn't the greatest, and it, it, they have they have prospects ish. They probably have guys that I can't think of right now, but there's not again. There's not many that I can think of off the top of my head. So I think they're going to stock up on a couple defense defensive prospects after the first one and. To me, he's the next best defenseman. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Now, we're at the second last pick. We got Tampa Bay. Who do you got going to Tampa? Oh, that's your pick. Oh, that's my pick. Oops. My bad. Uh, with Tampa, I got them picking Philip Messar. Uh, I think he's a good player, and I just, yeah, Tampa's don't really need anything, so I think it's going to take the best available. And that makes my pick a lot easier because I was between two players. What do you got? Uh, uh, for Arizona, I have Owen Beck. Uh, again, next best player, which Arizona, that's what this draft is all about, getting the best player available. And I think with how this draft order has gone, Owen Beck is – the next best player. Yeah. That's, that's right-handed fair. center from Canada. So he'll be, he'll go back to uh, the CHL and then hopefully develop through the CHL and then the AHL be good for them down the line. Yeah. And I guess that's it for our pre-draft episode. So thank you for listening. Uh, remember, please buy our merch, check it out. And yeah, Paul, you have to add? Uh, no, not that I can think of. Follow us well, on Twitter and Instagram yes, and all the other lovely social media platforms. Also, any big splashes you're expecting to happen at this draft? Uh, I think Arizona will get another top 10 pick. And I think Montreal also get another top ten pick. I think if it, I think it's going to be one of those two teams, but I, I just have a feeling Arizona has a bigger asset to offer than what Montreal does at this point. Unless so Montreal, Montreal goes, be- unless Montreal goes crazy and offers, uh, a player a first round and something else, but Arizona to Montreal me has. Do some- oh, go ahead. I think Montreal is going to do something wild because of the draft is, is, is in Montreal. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, they Plus, they have the first overall pick, so they want to get their fans excited for next season. And yeah. they kind of feel like they're in a unknown spot because the fan base is expecting them to kind of rebuild, but I don't think they're willing or wanting to do that. I think... It all depends on what Carey Price decides. Yeah, that's a big factor for them. Price retires, they rebuild. Price stays, they retool. Yeah, I, I, uh, I could see that for sure. Also, I think Which, Pittsburgh's going to do something. I just realized the the, the Bruins don't have a first round pick this year. Eh? Nope, that was in the trade to get Hampus Lindholm, I believe. It was traded to. 
What? You know who else doesn't have a first round pick for the next three years? Uh, for the next three years? Yeah. Vegas? Both Florida teams. Both Florida teams? Yeah, I forgot what 31, uh, it's not, it's oh, not, yeah, a, it was, it's a, it's a Chicago picking. It's Ottawa. Ottawa's picking. Right, for Nick Paul. And next year and the year after, it's Chicago because they traded for Heigl. Yeah, that's right. And then Florida picked, traded the way to Montreal next year. Yeah, they really put all their eggs in one basket this year. Could you imagine if next year Florida is the worst team in the league and they, that pick wins a lottery and Montreal picks first overall next year with Florida's pick? That would be hell on earth. It'd be amazing. It'd be hilarious. I don't think that's going to happen though. Florida's going to come back, and no. I think they're going to be better UK, next year. If you finish last and you have a lottery pick next year, because that pick's not even lottery protected or anything. If you're Florida, do you do you fire Paul Maurice right away after if he does that? If that happens, if they finish last, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, because that's the only thing that's changed in that team. Which well, it still you're... shocks me that they didn't re-sign Andrew Burnett. That amazes me. It's ridiculous. Florida's just pumping out goal uh, coaches that can be uh, Jack Adams winners. Yeah. First, uh, Gerard Gallant, and then now Andrew Burnett. He could easily probably win another – or win Jack Adams. But he's not He's not taking a, a head coach job, is he? He's an assistant? Who's that? Andrew Burnett. Well, they offered him the assistant job, but he might decline it. That's the rumor now. Oh. Oh, also, congratulations to uh, Mike Greer. Is that it, his name? Yep. The first man yes. color to be a GM. The what? In the NHL. The first colored person to be a GM in the NHL. Yes. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if I was pronouncing his name right when I said it, bef- uh, when I was saying it earlier today. So, yes. His brother was a GM in the NFL. His what? His brother was a GM in the National Football League. Oh, interesting. I remember watching him play, and he was he was a fun guy to watch. His brother won three Super Bowls. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, But yes, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram, The whole nine yards. Yes. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you, you everybody. And have a great week. Bye for now.